Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to this new episode of Inspiring Our World. My name is Julie Tara. I'm Unique and Wellness Ambassador, and I am the host of this podcast. And today I am thrilled to be with Ruben Yeskus. Hi, Ruben. Hello, Julie. I'm so glad you're spending time with me. I'm really excited about this time we have together. And for all our listeners, um, I'm going to tell them a little about you to make sure everyone knows who you are. I think most people know who you are, but maybe not everyone. So everyone, listen up. This is Ruben Yeskus. He is our North America sales director. Now, Ruben joined Niken as our sales director in January of 2019. With more than 23 years of experience in the network marketing industry, he brings his enthusiasm and relationship building skills to Niken consultants and customers. How lucky are we? Ruben has successfully opened new markets, establishing new strategies for sales and ways to recognize and motivate business builders. He has worked in North America and Latin America, especially in the US, Venezuela, Colombia, Ecuador, Costa Rica, and Mexico. Wow, Ruben, you are a well-traveled guy. And you obviously have a love for network marketing. So I, I want to um, ask you to tell us a little bit first and foremost about your story. And then we're going to talk about men's health and mental and emotional and physical health and spiritual health, you know, and what that looks like. Uh, toward toward you know halfway through or so um we just had father's day so we're we're um touch on that too but uh let let's hear about your story i mean where were you born where did you grow up let's start at the beginning yes let's do that thank you very much uh julie and i can believe it 23 years working in this industry wow i'm getting old <laughs> so um I grew up, I was born in a little tiny um, town in the north of Mexico, in a desert area, um, uh, below to Arizona, like an hour from the border, you know, Arizona. Um, I had the opportunity and blessing of studying, getting my bachelor degree in, uh, in Utah, and um, while there, so I'm, I'm just going to share a little bit. Uh, maybe I jumped too much, but uh, if you want more details, I can share with you more about my uh, growing up life and everything. But uh, basically, well, I, I grew up in, in, in Mexico. Then I got my bachelor degree in Utah. I studied economics. And um, when I was about to finish to graduate, so this is my connection with this industry. Right. So when I was about to finish, um, you know how it is, like all the students, all the uh, when you are about to finish your, your, your studies. So you send uh, resumes to a lot of companies. So I did that. So um, I got an offer from um, uh, an MLM company, what we call MLM company. And I didn't know what it was, because usually when you go to uh uh, the school, you know, at that time, I don't know about now, but at that time, it's like they don't they don't go much into this niche that is called MLM, right? So yeah. I didn't know what it was. So um, 
but I was very fortunate and I thought, okay, I, I got something here. So I'm just going to start working and start my first, um, my first job after, you know, I graduated. So uh, when, to be honest with you, uh, the first uh, months, it was kind of like, what is this, right? <laughs> Multi-level marketing, a whole new world, right? What is this? It's just uh, I wasn't expecting, you know, to 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 um, to see what I was going through, and and I even thought, okay, this is a little bit crazy. I don't understand, you know, very well how this works. So after uh, even I thought, you know, I'm just gonna keep working. And then when I get something else, I'm just going to jump into something um, more normal. Right? More normal. I was just going to say that. More normal. Less on the fringe. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. But uh, when you get when you go to school, uh, you know, and get a university degree, uh, the, the, the business, they don't teach you about this great opportunity. Mm -hmm. They don't teach. They, they don't even knew, you know. Um, even though, actually, if you go to Utah, it's surrounded by a, by a, a lot of uh, MLM companies. I was just thinking that Utah is filled with the headquarters of many different network marketing companies. And we do tend to call it network marketing now as opposed to multi-level marketing, although both can be used. Yeah. Right. And it's unfortunate that it's not taught in many, many more universities. But I think that the idea is growing on on people and in the universities yes. to teach it it's a it's a powerful form of business right so um well i jump in uh, and i start because i have the two languages uh it was a great opportunity for um this particular company to engage in uh in another uh segment which is the uh, latino population which is big in the u.s so um i start like knowing a lot of the leaders and start like um, traveling um, to a few places like Chicago um, and then a few other places as well, New York. And um, and I noticed that uh, my connection with people actually was a key element to love this industry. Once I started like getting, you know, um, uh, closer to our leaders to understand their needs and 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 go through that. So uh, what I did is like my relationships with them, they were stronger and stronger and I, I couldn't do anything else. So <laughs> you I, fell in love with the people, really, the people, and then probably the whole construct. As right. Well. So it was, it was really great for me, uh, this experience. Like at, at the beginning, I thought, oh, this is crazy, you know, it's just, uh, I understand. But after that, you know, you get to know uh, this industry. Uh, you you and you love the people. You love the leaders. You love the essence. You know of um, like every company. It is different. They have a different you know uh, element essence. You know of the company. So that's what keep me going. And um, so as you mentioned, it's like after twenty three years. So I keep doing the same. So I I, I am here. And we're so blessed to have you. You are an amazing relationship connector type person. I know you have such a big heart and so much love for, for what we all do. 
And I, I don't have any experience in any other network marketing business, only Nikan. This has been the one I've been focused with, dedicated and devotedly for 28 years. However, I did have friends prior who were doing very, very well in another business and they and they wanted me to join, but I, I wasn't ready. I think, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will come. And then if the student isn't ready, well, the student isn't ready and they're not listening. And so that's how I was, which is not listening. I knew they were making great money, but money was never the key motivator for me, although it is very, very important. Obviously, the compensation plan is critical and everything, um, but it wasn't the the driving force of my life. It was more like, is this something I love? Is this something I want to promote uh, effortlessly with, with lots of people? So when I found Nikan, I was like, yes, this is something I can promote for the rest of my life. And I think many, many of our consultants and our top leaders feel the same. They love our technologies and they love the the network marketing industry. When you put it all together and you love people, you know, it's a grand slam, really. You can win very big by helping others win. Yeah, I think that um, you touched an important aspect there. So I think what is unique for me about Niken specifically, it is the humans being uh, more uh, training. The This program actually is not just um, the business, right? It's just more who we are as a, as a human being, right? So I was very impressed actually with this, um, with this um, aspect, you know, of uh, Niken because in the other companies that I have been is um, basically the focus is just business products and all that. Right. But uh, okay. I'm going to train you in personal development is just something else. Right. It so, is. And sometimes we, I think we take it for granted, but uh, I think it's really good that our company, they do that. Um, and sometimes I, I keep saying it's too personal. Like when I, you know, uh, have been through these uh, great trainings, actually, um, is it, it makes you think, you know, who you are as a human being. Yes. Just about everything else as a human being, who you are, right? What are you doing on planet Earth, right? What, yes. what is your purpose of being here? And this is like a very uh, strong questions to me. Like uh, when you think really, okay, what is my mission? Right. Am I doing that, you know, what, what, what is the purpose of being here? We keep saying, you know, like... Uh, these kind of questions, you know, but when you really think about it, you know, so it, it kind of make you wonder, how am I doing in this mission, you know, on earth? What is my purpose? You know, like, yeah. am I fulfilling this, you know? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I think humans being more is the heart and soul of our company. Definitely. And I think I've done it over 25 times. And every time I would have some revelation, you know, about either something I was meant to do or something that was holding me back or whatever. And so it is about transformation. And we're always transforming, I believe. We're always always evolving into a better version, hopefully a better version of who we are. Uh, I just spent the weekend with um, Michael Beckwith doing a workshop called Your Destiny Awaits You. And it was so beautiful and everybody just got clearer and clearer about their purpose and mission. And I think humans being more, if people are stuck in any way in Niken with the business, with the products, with the building a team, helping others win, whatever, 
the answer really is lies within and it's humans being more. It's like, let's go back and do it. And if you can do it with your team, even better, because then you have these revelations together, which is very, very powerful. Exactly. Yeah, it is. Um, it is very important. It's very powerful, actually. And, and, and every time you ask this question, you know, um, what is my mission? What am I doing here? It depends where you are in your process in life. So you, you get a different answer, right? Yes. We evolve and we, we are not the same like five years ago than the person that I am right now. Right? It's true. I mean, the essence of it might be the same, but the way that it shows up may, may come differently at different times. I, I fully agree. If, if the purpose is, you know, love and, and, and ultimate joy, it could be through parenting. It could be through building a Nikon business. It could be through doing your artwork. It could be through writing a book. You know, it could be a million things, being an athlete and succeeding in great measure with that. You know, so there's many, many ways that that deep purpose, and I think we're all here to serve ultimately, don't you think? I think so. Yes, we are here to serve. And uh, something that I noticed actually from our consultants, which I love, uh, we have our great leaders, great people. And uh, and I, I can see a higher consciousness about everything we actually related even to our products, right? So if we talk about um, our products, KBB, or if we talk about any products, so always uh, they have uh, awareness, you know, what is good for our bodies, you know, what it does. It's just, uh, I think uh, we have a lot of missions, you know, as uh, consultants. That's what I, that's what I see. Yeah, no, I, I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, keeping the, the body, you know, the body temple, Michael, Michael Beckford talked about the body temple. And I love that keeping the body temple really, really healthy and vibrant is so that we can live our purpose and mission even more. It's not an end into itself, onto itself. It's, it's so that we don't have to worry about that. We can put that kind of to the side in a sense and just go, okay, I'm here to do this thing. And, and we get focused and do the thing. So, so let's talk about, about health and men's health, particularly, you know, yeah. it's, um it's a huge subject. I understand. Um, I'm sure you know you, you have a dad whether he's here or not still I'm not sure but you know and 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 maybe brothers you know what have you noticed with family members yourself with men's health like physical mental emotional yeah um I feel very blessed I, I um I don't have any you know issue um major issue you know in regarding health and um, I have a brother as well. You made me think, Julie. So I wish he's, uh, he's doing great. But I think my main concern right now is, is just my father. Now that, uh, that you mentioned, you know, my family and men's health. But um, basically, um, well, as we age, I think um, there are things that we start, you know, seeing or noticing in our body, right? So for my dad, it, it is a challenge right now. And, uh, but as well, it's, it's, it's kind of like a lesson, right? Uh, I see him and, um, and I think, okay, well, um, I need to, I need to take care of better, you know, better myself. I need to, I need to do better than, 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 than he's doing, right? So, 
And um, I try to be healthy in, in, in so many ways, but uh, I think exercise is, 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 is good, right? It's a yes. good element that helps us to focus on life, help us to uh, achieve a mental as well um, health. Just exercise. What what kind of let, let's stop there for a second. A couple of things. One is with your dad and what you said. I think we learn so much from our parents and our family about what to do or what not to do. You know, and that's the beauty of seeing our parents and how they're aging. What it was like. Oh yeah, maybe I need to course correct now so that I don't quite end up there. So yeah. I think that's the beauty is our parents are always teaching us whether the good things or the bad things. And that's that's something to it's a blessing really for us, right? And then so that I want to say that, and then just exercise. What kind of exercise do you do, Ruben? What works for you? Right. So let me just share with you. Um, you know, I sign in at the gym, and uh, I just noticed that I, I don't like to go that much to the gym. Uh, that setting a lot of people there. And I, I was just paying my membership, and I thought, okay, I I need to, I I need to exercise. I need to kind of like I have this mindset that I just the only place is just go there, right? So um, I didn't feel good with it, so I start just running myself, like going to um, where I live. I there is like a little park there, so I go there, I run, and I felt so much better. It's like uh, when I'm running. Um, I, I do slow running, you know, yes. in the morning and, um, it's just interesting how your brain and everything works. I kind of get lost in the, in the thinking that I'm running and my mind just go in another direction thinking. And I thought, oh, this is great. You know, it's just a great, um, exercise for not just physically, but mentally bring me, bring me more energy somehow so i i quit the gym i don't like to go to the gym i get distracted with so many things that happen in in, in the gym so yes. so basically that's that's what i do it's very simple it's just uh i get up early and uh and go for a run that's that's uh, what i do and do you do it every day is it a habit every other day how do you do it well my goal is um do it every day uh, at least five days during the the um the week especially now is like i noticed that um you know my my tummy is just <laughs> it's growing so it's just that uh, i know that i need to be careful and um not so much because of the image as well it's just uh be conscious you know what you eat and and yes. lately it's like i have been through a lot of um information just come to me about even uh, vegan right Yes. Like the uh, importance of vegan, and I and I see these great uh, documentaries about the benefits. So, and uh, I tried it. It's just funny, but I tried it for about three months. I did, and then when I went and see my doctor, uh, he asked me, "He's like, what did you do? Because your you know cholesterol levels and everything is just perfect." Ah. Just notice that I, I, I stopped eating any like uh, animal, you know, uh, any food coming from the animal, you yes. know. So and I and I start thinking, oh my gosh, this is interesting. I mean, I didn't. And did you feel better? Did you feel lighter? Did you? And what did you notice? You know, with weight management, did that make a difference? I, I just felt great. Yeah, 
great to spend doing that. And then uh, my body respond really good. You know, I feel lighter and, but it's really hard for me to do it. Actually, I need to confess that I am from, a, a, I was born in a place where, you know, we eat a lot of tacos, right? Yes. Uh, and I love carne asada, right? So uh, it's the only thing that I eat carne asada, but uh, um, I noticed that uh, when I avoid meat, in a way, you know, it's my body is just lighter. It's just uh, feels better, right? You know, it, that's interesting because I do remember when I when I lived in Mexico and I was traveling with the traveling circus there. I had just started macrobiotics and I wasn't eating any animal food, and it was it was a bit of a challenge. And so, what I would do, because I know in Mexico, you know, it there is a lot of of meat, carne, and. Uh, I would, I would, when we'd get to a new place, I would scope out where was the Chinese restaurant because I, I could bank there would be one probably unless it was a really small town, but we were a big circus. So we usually went to a little bit bigger towns and cities and mm. I would find that first and foremost so that I knew I could go get rice and lots of vegetables. And, and that's how, and I did, did my whole time there without ever eating meat. So Occasionally, I had camarones, the shrimp. Yeah. 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 Huh? Are you vegan? Um, not quite vegan. Macaroni is a little bit different, but almost. You could say uh, very close to that. Yeah, yeah. And I've always felt really great from it, you know. And, and I think for weight management, it's like you don't even have to really think about weight much because you just naturally find your, your right setting uh, when you eat that way, you know. So... Yeah, so, makes difference. Yeah. Now I know, Ruben, that you love to dance, and I love to dance. So let's just talk about that because that's a whole other way of exercising. That's a heck of a lot more fun than going to a gym. Yes. Tell me about your dancing. Um, this is just funny, Julie. Uh, the way I start um dancing because uh, how can I start this? Well, as a Latino, you know our culture. Since you are a little kid, can you celebrate, um, well, basically anything, birthdays or Christmas or New Year's? It doesn't matter what celebrate, you always dance, right? Yes. There's, and, and, and you dance with your mother, with your grandmother, with your sisters. This is Love it. Family thing, cultural, very Latino, I guess, you know? So, um, <clears throat> and uh, when I was in high school, actually, I was in a Mormon high school and they were very strict about the arts. So there was a, a time where um, this is, was not optional. It's like you either needed to go into theater or um, uh, piano and then uh, singing or dance. But the dance they, they, they teach was like a folk dance. You know, ah, yes, yes. From the Aztecs, from the Mayan, or from the, um, you know, different states in Mexico. Um, so um, I choose dance. I thought, oh, this is going to be fun, you know, dance, yeah. anything else. So um, they were very strict. So uh, this is kind of like a math or any other subject you take in high school. So um, I ended up my last year of high school. Um, Actually, I practiced three hours every day. Wow. Every day. So uh, I got really good uh, on the folk dance. Yes. Folk. So uh, when I went to the university, um, 
actually the university that I that I was in it, it was great. Like they um they travel all over the world. Like uh pretty much is like they kind of like take the world and they say, well, this team is going to uh China, this team is going to Europe, this team is going to South America. They have a lot of different dance, you know, teams, ballroom and um jazz and all these, you know, uh different um uh dance teams that they go and travel. So I actually because you never know, you know, what what actually uh, a skill that you learn, you never know if it's going to be helpful or not in the future. But uh, to me, because I knew the fall dance, um, I went to a very particular group where actually uh, we were dancing um, dances from Latin America or the Native Americans, Native American uh, from Canada and the U.S., and then from from the uh, Polynesian islands like uh, Hawaii, you know, Samoa, Tonga, and all these. So I learned all those too. So it was a lot of fun. So um, I traveled all over the world dancing, and in uh, the last and, and because I have these skills, uh, the last year they they actually um, they hire me, and the whole time that I was there was a blessing because they pay me. To be part of this group so that, that in that way uh i could pay my tuition you know i could i could pay my expenses for the university yeah. so actually it was kind of like a blessing you know uh when i was in high school well you're just taking classes and and then um and you like it and you enjoy it right but uh, those lessons that i got from high school actually helped me to pay my my university degree and it was just kind of funny because you know in the u.s i love that how the system in the in the u.s is because you can study like in my case i can study economics right but uh extracurriculum activities you can do pretty much everything you can do music mm -hmm. you can and it's just great the way they 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 work yeah. so chance to um to go all over the world i went to japan i went to uh, North Europe, I went to uh, South America, and then uh, I even traveled Canada and the U.S. a lot. That's amazing. I had no idea that you did it to this level. This is really exciting, and I'm sure all our consultants are like, wow, who knew? Who knew? This is this is marvelous. What a, yeah. what a wonderful thing. I mean, I always feel blessed to have been paid to dance. You know, I was like, well, I would have done it for free, but I was paid to do it professionally, and it's, it's great. It's great to do what you love and get paid for doing what you love, which, of course, we have in Nikan too, in network marketing. We, we do what we love and we get paid for it. Um, right. so, so, you know, I think, you know, traditionally, and, and I know there are some psychologists that say, you know, like the fundamental thing, and shamans will say this, is like if you're not feeling good, if you're feeling sad, depressed, lost, whatever, the question often that would be asked would be, when did you stop dancing when did you stop singing? Because these are such fundamental human things that we do. And there are people out there who, and I meet them, and they, oh, I can't dance. And I'm like, everyone can dance. Everyone can tap their foot. Everyone can move. It's innate. Oh, I can't sing. Everyone can sing. Maybe you don't sing in tune. Maybe you don't sing perfectly. But everyone can use their voice. And this is so healthy. So, you know, we're talking here about men's health and uh, you know, physical health and, and mental health. And 
I think I told you I was off dancing the other night. I went dancing to rock and roll band and, and, and there was this lovely guy from Mexico and he was a great dancer and we just danced the whole, whole night. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun, you know, just fun to do that. So I hope that the men who are listening to this podcast will go, yeah, you know, when was the last time I danced? Did I really let my body go? You know, because you got to really let go and sing. And we know Mike DiMuccio sings. He's a wonderful singer. Uh, it's yeah. always great. Um, I know Ben Woodward hates dancing. He's like, don't put me on the spot to dance. I won't do it. But I'm sure in his own sitting room with his little kids, he he probably does dance. So I hope so anyway. Um, so, you know, we've told you a little bit about diet and the importance of, of that and getting that right for your own body. And, you know, we all have different needs. And we've talked about exercise you know, what else do you think keeps men healthy, like emotionally, spiritually? Um, do you do you meditate? Do you pray? What do you do for your spiritual and emotional well-being? Well, um, I hear, um, I follow some people, I won't mention names, but uh, uh, spiritual, um, let's say gurus, you know, so I try to take the best of all of them. And um, and right now, I think we are very open about um, about spirituality. It's, it's a big, um, how can I call it, like a trending, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, and, and I try to connect with, um, there's so many people, and I think you just need to find the best for you, you know, what, you know, what is appealing to you. Yes. Um, and I, of course, I do believe in 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 God, and uh, and and what I realize, you know, through my whole years, uh, is that um, it doesn't matter where you are, right? It doesn't matter which church you go to. Um, you always can communicate to God. You know, God is something very personal that uh. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter where you go. It's something that is within you, and 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 that power. It is. It is. I mean, it's it's available for anyone, regardless or or religions. We I don't like to divide, you know, ourselves as a humans, you know, in, into I'm this, I'm that. It's just God is for everyone. So um, I I always like try to see God in everywhere you know everybody you know in nature in in people we we tend to i think we tend to want to see god in a in a temple in a shrine or you know but uh it's 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 everywhere so um and every time that i'm doing something i ask myself you know like okay what are you doing (laughs) uh is is this something that um is good you know it's something that uh you know so i try to get better myself in 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 so many ways you know um and i tried like uh, like you mentioned before try to find the best version of yourself so sometimes i think i focus too much on on things that I, i'm not doing right you know things that i need to work on and uh and 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 work on that because I think it's important to to find the 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 the, the better you right yes. in the aspects and and then you mentioned before is like 
I feel that we are a different person every so you know five years or whatever. I'm I realize I'm not the same person. Like you mentioned about dancing, right? You are very passionate about dancing. Yeah. And it's like maybe I need to follow you. I'm not that passionate anymore. You know, I don't go and dance anymore. I don't go and sing anymore. But uh, it, it means like uh, it, it maybe it's just as well uh, where you are, right? Where 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 uh, you I don't know. The, it, I have a lot of respect, you know, for uh, the the our culture here in the U.S., right? But uh, if you go to Mexico, you you can see people singing you know even the workers you know collect the garbage they sing you know along that so it's a totally different culture actually you made me think when i was there um i used to go and do a lot of karaoke you know and sing because ah. well, they do it it's just part of the culture you know so um and i noticed here um i mean i kind of changed a little bit i don't know why but uh it's just hard to 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 go back and and and, and perhaps do that, but uh, as well, something important happened here that disrupt everything. It's just COVID. That when well, you know when the COVID came, sure, sure. Every everyone just just stay at home and just. Uh, I feel still that we need we haven't um, got to the the uh, this uh, physical garden that we used to have before and engage in other stuff so a lot of people learn including myself that i can work at home right and you don't need to go to the office and all of that i i, I really believe affect the relationships with, that we have with with everyone right so we oh, can yes i think we became more isolated you know more no question no question we did isolation and loneliness is is like the ep epidemic and it's still going on because i don't i think you're right we haven't got back yet fully into that engagement and Nick and you know oh i can't wait for us to all be getting together again because one of the big parts of the culture of Nikan was hugging is hugging and we need hugs you know there's a lot of studies done that hugs you know it, it helps your immune system it helps you feel happy it calms you down you know and it goes both ways right you you hug somebody but they're hugging you at the same time so mm. it's a, such an important thing so this you know physical connection with others looking into someone's eyes who's right in front of you it's it's really important i think for our overall health and well-being so, and, you know, I do think we go through phases in life, you know, there were phases where I didn't dance, you know, for instance, you know, once I left ballet, I, I, I didn't dance for a while, and then found my way back through other ways, modern dance and jazz and other things that were more freeing for me. Um, wow. But it took a while, you know, because I was sort of healing, uh, you know, from the ballet experience, you know, and so you singing or whatever i think we get in habits you know and again i'm thinking of that book atomic habits and you know taking a little habit and and increasing it every day like like running in that book he talks about you want to start running you just start with get get your sneakers out and, and look at them once a day and then put them on and don't do anything and then put them on take them off and then the next time you walk around the block and then the next time maybe you run around the block and then you start developing that habit so and and I know a lot of people love to, you know they don't love to dance but they love to swim or they love to hike mountains or you know they they, they you know the, everybody has a different way but I think the key is that movement is life 
And also we need to eat wisely and, and, and also the right amount. So we're not overeating, you know, which is, I think, quite a, quite a problem for many people is that they lose touch with how much they actually need to eat. We don't actually need to eat so much to survive and thrive. Um, yes, yes. You know, actually, I, yesterday I went and got, um, I have a friend, he said, well, let's go and get uh, some Mexican um Food, right for yeah. and uh i think um the portions especially in this country they are huge like huge. you know it's, it's it's uh we just came from japan and the portions i noticed everything is so small you know little dishes and everything yes and um then yesterday there was a plate like big plate like super big and I thought, you know what? Um, we need to be careful because, you know, it's, it, it is too much, actually. You know, I think um, big portions, uh, it, is, it, it is a big problem, you know, for us. So, and, 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 and my goal is like, when I go places like that, is like, I need to be very careful, you know, as, uh, you know, to... So you can, you can, you can, it's like, especially with now that I can see that, you know, my, how can I say my stomach, my tummy is just, you know, growing. It's just, I, I, I right now it's just, I, I, I can't do that anymore. I do agree. I think, I think portions are out of control here. I, I find that a portion restaurant will actually be enough for me for three meals, truly, most of the time, sometimes two, but, but often three meals, literally three dinner times I can get out of one meal as so I just take it home with me. Um, but, you know, so I think, I mean, we're, we're very blessed in Negan. We talk a lot about health and wellness. Our technologies are so supportive. Our wellness home is so supportive uh, for, for us to thrive, you know, in, in so many ways. Um, it's something, of course, we're all passionate about. I don't think we would be involved in Negan if we weren't tremendously passionate about health and wellness. And also in the five pillars of health, which does include our service to society. It also includes healthy finances. I think that's tremendously important as well, because we all need a roof over our head and uh, enough food to eat, you know, and and there are many people in the world that are struggling on that survival level. Um, so, you know, I like it that our five pillars encompasses all these different aspects of health and, and health with our families, like, you know, like you mentioned, with, you know, your brother and your dad and, um, mm. it, this is all, it's a comprehensive way of looking at our health. So it's never just one thing. It's never just diet. It's never just exercise. There may be an area that we need to, and we all need to improve. We all, you know, some, you know, it's, it, you know, taking time for silence, and stillness and solitude, these are really important for us to recalibrate to ourselves, to our own personal relationship with the all that is, whatever we might call that, spirit, God, the universe, many people, the source, many people have different words for that. But, you know, having, it's hard to connect with that unless we're taking time for that solitude and that silence and that stillness. So I think that's a, it's a piece of our habit as well. I'm reading a book right now called uh, Daily Rituals, and it's about highly creative people in our world, famous writers, composers, philosophers, uh, politicians. That and what was their what were their daily rituals? And the bottom line is that they're all very different. 
You know, there's some that, uh, you know, don't get up till noon and then work all afternoon. There's some people that are very regimented with I get up at five every morning and I work from, you know, I, I have a cup of tea and then I work from, you know, six to 11 or whatever. Really regimented other people that are just I don't do anything until I have had a bottle of wine. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Some of them like totally like just alcoholic just and then they work in the night. And it's fascinating to me but yet they were all super and are some of them are still living some of them passed on but mm -hmm. all names you would know um very very famous famous people painters and sculptors and so forth and it's been really fascinating to me because what i learn is that we all have different ways to make it work um but the bottom line is they did do their creative work they did do their creative work one way or the other they did it with their own crazy weird habits you know that worked yeah. for them for whatever reason. So yeah. that's that's a great, I'm just halfway through it. And it's a great learning. Uh, I know we're coming up to to our time here. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us about, about you personally, about men's health? Any advice? What do you like to? Well, uh, thank you very much for this uh, great uh, talk, uh, Julie. I appreciate it. Um, this and um what can i say i i feel very blessed um to be here um in this country and uh, with great leaders great people and um in a wonderful company so um i admire you know all the hard work you know all of you do and um and i say that i always say i have a lot of respect for for all of you because sometimes it's not easy. So I, I hear you share with me stories that you go through, and sometimes it's not easy. So I have a lot of respect for you. I um, admire you a lot. And thank you very much for being part of this um, great community, Nikan. So thank you very much. Oh, thank you so much, Ruben. It's such a pleasure. We're really blessed to, to have you with us in the position you have. People love you all over the, the world, I'm sure, <laughs> that know you. And um, yeah, you are truly a blessing. And, and I think that's a great point to to know, to, to have gratitude in our hearts for who we are, what we have, especially here with Nika. And it's such a great blessing um, for all of us. And onwards and upwards from here. So thank you for your time. I know you're a very busy guy. Speaking of hard work, you work extremely hard and I have so much admiration for you. I, I see what you do behind the scenes and it is very impressive. So I thank you. We also have lovely conversations, you and I, um, from time to time that I treasure. So thank you for this and thank you to everybody here listening. I hope you really love this podcast and make sure that if you're a man, you take care of your health on all those levels. And if you're a woman, make sure you help your men in your life to take care of their health because we love our men and they are super important in this world. What would we do without them? So thanks everyone for listening. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We also put this on the Nikon International YouTube channel so that you can watch it if you like and also can translate into other languages, which is super important. So we do that especially for that reason. And you can also comment there. So please feel free to do so. Um, many blessings on your journey and uh, I will be with you next week. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. Goodbye, Julie. Bye.